Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about heavy-duty parts that keeps trucks and trailers on the road longer while lowering costs per mile. If you sell heavy-duty parts, you know that predicting inventory is an important but difficult job, especially if you are a company that is trying to predict inventory for different regions. You get it right, and your revenue goes up. You get it wrong, and you risk losing customers because you don't have the inventory at the right time. This is a challenge. So how do you predict how much inventory you're going to need in each region. And this really applies to both manufacturing and parts distribution companies. Well, my guest today is Mark Hazel. He's the Associate Director for Commercial Vehicle Reporting from IHS Market. So Mark's the guy we want to talk to because he's got 10 years of diverse experience in the automotive industry working across the supply chain. His background includes pricing strategy experience with car sharing startups, as well as forecasting and demand planning for light and, and this is what's important to us, heavy-duty applications. So Mark recently worked for ZF or ZF Wabco, and he worked as a product management person for the air dryer management systems. So he got firsthand knowledge of what it's like to be a manufacturer for heavy-duty parts and to struggle to predict inventory needs. So I'm really excited to have Mark on the show. Let's bring him on now. Mark, welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. Thank you for having me, Jamie. All right. So what I'd like to really get into right away is I'd like for people to understand how the average manufacturing company or even parts distribution company, how have they been predicting their inventory needs when it comes to a specific region, like what what historically have they been doing? Absolutely. So most of these parts companies um, will rely on the OE to tell them their vehicle volume. So they'll always take a holistic approach. And then they just divide that number evenly and push that on down throughout the chain. Uh, so those suppliers will look to them to tell them what the vehicle population is. And therefore, those always will have a good idea of what the failure rate is on specific parts. However, a lot of times, you know, if you're a supplier trying to break into a new market or you don't have an established relationship with that, always understanding that population may be very difficult. So I think to some people who are listening to this, maybe you're listening on TNC radio as a, as a driver right now, or you're listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube and you're part of the heavy duty parts industry, you kind of go under the assumption that these parts manufacturers, especially the ones that are larger tier one manufacturers, that they would have a more sophisticated approach. But that that doesn't seem to be the case. Why is it so important to have accurate 
predictions on inventory needs, both at the manufacturing level and at the distribution level? Great. You know, I think the, the easy answer, you know, for all of those um, suppliers and distributors out there is it's money. You know, it's going to cost us money to make and store parts. No one wants to make parts that aren't needed or on the flip side, you know, have too much inventory that's going to saturate the market. You know, but then you take money aside from that. Um, reputation and satisfaction is such a huge point. In, in the truck world, we look at that metric of downtime. So the minute that that truck goes down, that fleet, that customer, they're losing money. So they want to be able to take it to a reliable shop where they know right away that that truck is going to get fixed as soon as possible and they're back out on the road. If they can't find it, um, you know, then we're going out and they're looking for someone else who has that part. Well, I know as someone who's sold parts and worked both at a manufacturer and also at parts distribution companies myself, I remember how difficult it was to make these predictions. I think of the last parts retailer that I work for. We had all these Volvo parts that were up in our mezzanine. And I was there for three and a half years. So I did, I think, three or maybe four inventories. And I counted those parts. And I swear the numbers hadn't changed in the three and a half years I'd been there. So that's an example of when you get it wrong and you get the wrong parts in a specific region. And really, I think what was driving that was the fact that our particular region wasn't an urban center. And so we didn't have a lot of the Volvo products in our area because our area was more rural and was more focused on industry. And so there were Mack trucks, but not Volvo. And there were other trucks in the oil fields and logging. And that's a perfect example of what happens when you get it wrong. You get all this inventory and then what do you do with it? Anyways, you know, when you get this wrong, I go back to, you know, that downtime, you know, that fleet's losing money and however they can get that part and get back on the road in the quickest fashion possible. And they're even going to pay a premium. So, you know, if you're looking, if you are a distributor or dealer looking to stock parts, this is crucial. You don't want to be that person who has the wrong parts, who has too many parts just sitting up there, um, you know, because that they're just going to go find someone else who has them. Right, right. It's like, yeah, I got lots of Volvo parts to sell you. And, and the guy says, well, I only have Kenworth and Peterbilt, so you can't help me. That doesn't help the fleet, doesn't help the parts reseller. And it doesn't even help the manufacturer because what ends up happening is, is the, those manufacturers who sold you the wrong parts, they end up getting RGAs later, uh, you know, requests for return to to get all that inventory to go back. And then that doesn't help anybody. So this is an important part of getting this right. So we've talked a little bit about the impact at every level, manufacturing, distribution, and, and fleet. When you think of the current supply chain issues that are going on, and this is such a, a external thing that, that really no one was able to predict coming, I think this is also a once in a generation or once in even in a lifetime event. When you were working at uh, manufacturers, was there ever any talk about preparing for supply chain disruption at the scale that it's at today? I'm just curious about that. You know, from what I can speak to in you know a previous life, the I think the highest level of you know planning that we did, which was sophisticated, you know, in terms of where we were looking at specific regions. So you know, when a hurricane or like the tsunamis hit certain regions we would be able to look at and see, okay, we know we had parts coming from the supplier that's in Japan. We now know that 
anything going to our facilities, you know, that was going to be coming off of that boat from Japan, we know that's going to be delayed. So that was, you know, you had insight to how you were going to be affected down the road, but you know, like you said, this what we're going through now is just a once in a generation thing, and it's it's hard to plan for something like that. I can see how okay, that's a even though you're looking at it from a global perspective, that's a regional disruption. If you have like a tsunami in one area, and you could always pull inventory for from other places, and with the situation that we're in right now, it's such a global uh, phenomenon that it would be impossible to plan for. We're going to take a quick break. I'm looking forward to talking to you more about this. We'll be right back. When repairing a diesel engine, it is essential to only use high-quality engine parts. AFA Industries manufactures OEM-quality complete in-frame kits, replacement engine parts, and seals and gaskets for diesel engines at great aftermarket prices. To learn more, go to afaindustries.com where you can request them to direct you to a local distributor. Check out afaindustries.com today. We're back from our break. And before the break, Mark and I were talking about what happens when you don't get your inventory mix right. What's the impact on the manufacturer, the distribution company, the fleet? I'd like to keep our conversation going, Mark. And and now I kind of want to shift to where you're working now. Like we mentioned in the past, you've worked in various aspects of supply chain management, but now you're working for a new company. And I'd like to learn a little bit more about what IHS Market actually does. So fill us in. So at a 30,000-foot view, we help our clients make high-impact data-driven decisions with confidence. Used to be known as Pulp. That's what a lot of people will remember IHS as. We are the leader in automotive and data insights, providing forecasts, advisory services. We look at every single market in the world. We also look at it from... You know, you're only all the way down to your distributor, your supplier. Um, we look at the value chain as well from product planning, marketing, uh, sales, and, and the aftermarket area as well. So our customers will span from, you know, major OE all the way down to your supplier, your distributor. Obviously, today we're looking at the, uh, the commercial vehicle market. And so that's what I'm responsible for is all of our reporting, the planning that goes into that. So when we look at North American commercial vehicles, IHS takes every single VIN that is registered in your state, in your province, in North America. And we have over 32 million commercial vehicles um, in our database and over 2 million fleets. So we break that down into new registrations so that way we can track trends. You know, obviously a massive trend right now is electrification. So we're able to see that trend in electrification. We track vehicles in operation. We're able to tell you, you know, how many vehicles are on the road. But, you know, all of that said, really, you know, what we're here for today to talk about inventory, we have a module that we put onto that database that we call aftermarket parts to me. So this takes all of our vehicles in operation, takes those 32 million vehicles we have on the road. And we compare that with our expert insight on replacement demand for our GVWs three through eight. So we have 12 part categories. So we'll look at categories from electrical, engine, steering, suspension, tires, over 95 parts. You know, if you're thinking about it, you stock it. It's probably a part that we're actually looking at. So because we look at that replacement rate at a VIN level, we don't make a high level assumption that says, hey, we think you need this many tires or we think you need this many air dryers. 
we're taking that down to a VIN level so we truly understand, you know, because we know where that vehicle is registered, we know if it's in Michigan, if it's, um, you know, in Florida, we have that understanding. So, Mark, what's really changed to make this information now available? Was it just that the technology hadn't gotten there yet? Or is it now that something has changed where this VIN information is now available to a company that's outside of, of the OE? Absolutely. So this is all information that we've had for a while. But what's really driving this and what's driving the need is like when you just look at you know the, the situation we're in with our supply chain. Um, so what we really want to be able to do with this is help customers understand that vehicle population. What is that vehicle being used for? And all of that information will give us accurate replacement rates and accurate part volumes. Uh, you know, a great example of this is you look at that refuse truck who's hitting their brakes every time they stop in front of your house, you know, pick up the trash. You know, they're going to go through more brakes and AC compressors, you know, than, than that guy that's got the, the class eight rolling, you know, from coast to coast. So, you know, understanding that and having all that information is, is absolutely crucial in stocking your heart. So it's not just total number of trucks, but it's also what kinds of trucks are they and what are they doing? So you work for a manufacturer. How would a manufacturer use this solution in an ideal way to improve their prediction of inventory needs for their distributors? All of the a majority of the OEs subscribe to our database that we have for commercial vehicles. So they're able to look at those trends and see that population. By doing this, they get a better idea of the industry. They have a better understanding of the parts demand as well. Mark, let me, let me ask you something. You mentioned OE there. So we're not talking about the truck OE. They obviously, they know how many trucks they built. We're talking about the parts manufacturers who then supply parts for the trucks after they've been manufactured. So oftentimes with the larger manufacturers like Wabco that you work for, or I guess now it's, it's ZF Wabco, but um, they have an OE division where they're manufacturing parts directly for the truck manufacturers. And then they have an aftermarket division where they're making parts available when those trucks need to have replacement parts put on. So when we say OE, that's what you meant by that, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, that helps us to, to better understand. So manufacturers, once they understand the number of trucks by region, what would be the next step that they would do from there using this data? So after we have it, you know, by region, we're able to look at and break it down even further, you know, city, state, zip code level. But then, you know, what, what types of fleets are operating, you know, in those levels, you know, in those areas as well. So that that goes then back to the vocational aspect. You know, are you in an area that is very heavily involved in agriculture or are you in an area where you've got those long hauls going? So because of that, because of understanding where the vehicle is registered, it's, we're able to break that down in an entirely different way than that just the aggregated level that you saw. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Are you tired of overpaying to accept credit cards for your business? National Credit Card Processing Group is the premier payment processor for the heavy-duty truck parts and repair industry. They will lower your fees in two steps. First, they're going to review your statement. Second, they're going to show you how to drop your fees. It's that easy. Find out exactly how much you can save. Head to nccpgroup.com today. We're back from our break. And before the break, we were talking about how 
IHS markets software solution that is all about giving manufacturers and parts distribution companies the data they need to predict inventory. We were talking about how a manufacturer would use it. I'd like to shift gears a little bit, Mark. How would a a large parts distribution company use your solution in order to help them to better support fleets who are the backbone of our industry and of our society? I think a lot of that still goes back to that that last example too. So, you know, the way that we're able to break the data down by location, by region, that's also going to give the people in that area who will have only like give them a better understanding of what fleets are coming in. You know, if you know that this fleet is, you know, very heavily in semi, you know, class eights, we can help you from that route as well and really give you a deep, deep dive into the type of inventory you should be stocking just based off of, of our understanding of the market. And you mentioned suppliers too. So, you know, I think, you know, we've mentioned, brought that up a few times, you know, whether distributor or supplier, you know, as, as a product manager, I was able to take that data and lay that on top of, you know, I knew I was responsible for this market. I knew how many vehicles I wanted. I knew what they should be or what the market should be. So therefore, I can now take the IHS data, lay that on top. Now I understand my market share. So, you know, whether you're a supplier or distributor, this can help you grow your market share as well because you're able to see, okay, this is the actual market. Here's what I'm stocking. Here's my gap. Now let's go after it. Makes me think of uh, that old saying, you can't manage what you don't measure. So if you don't have a correct measurement, you're not going to be able to manage it. You're not going to have enough focus in the right areas. And you're going to end up having a bunch of Volvo parts when there's no Volvos in your store's location. So we don't want that to happen. Not to knock Volvo. I mean, there's there's certain areas where where there's nothing but Volvos. <laughs> but it just happened to be my particular uh, situation back a few years ago selling parts. I just remember that. So. When, when you told me kind of the old way of doing things, the way that manufacturers have been doing it for a long time, I was kind of surprised. And, and what is the economic impact of that old way? And then we'll talk a little bit about how your solution can move the needle financially for the companies that, that use this data. You know, the old way for me, you know, in my previous life was, was throwing percentages or educated guesses on what we think is going to happen based on the economy or previous sales or what business we were winning which is all great. Those are obviously all very important parts that go into creating a forecast or understanding your market. However, you know, replacement rates are a very complicated thing. So that's really where our solution comes in because we understand, like we've given that example of the refuse truck that's going to go through so much, so many more brakes, so many more air compressors, that whole system, you know, more than that other one. So if you are someone who your customer bases, that long haul group, but your current trucks to come in, your inventory is going to be up. At, at that level, you know, for a supplier and distributor, really understanding your market and what's going on. So it's giving you that factual based approach of how many parts need to be replaced because of how we tie that replacement rate back. So whether you're a manufacturer trying to figure out how many parts to make or you're a distribution company trying to figure out how many parts you need to stock and how much market share you actually have, what do listeners who would like to take a look at your your solution, what would be their first step? We're there for everyone, you know, supplier, distributor, manufacturer. 
So anyone interested, we can reach out to us on our website, can reach out to me. Uh, we'll get them in touch with an account manager. We can set them up, kind of run them through a demo of what aftermarket parts demand looks like, how it can help you, and then we, we go from there. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with Mark Hazel, Associate Director for Commercial Vehicle Reporting from IHS Market. To learn more about IHS Market, visit ihsmarket.com. So that's I-H-S market with an I dot com. But don't worry, links are in the show notes. If you'd like to just check it out there, you can click right through. Mark, thank you so much for being on the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. HDA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.